You know what? We should mention. What's that? New Metallica? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mentioned some that of, came out. Some, some of us have been listening to that. That's made it hard to listen to other things. Yes, it has. Yeah, we need to do a 83 and two, uh, 20, 23 yeah. Metallica <laughs> albums. We do. actually be interesting because I kind of would like to, you know, obviously there's some classics on Kill 'Em All. So I'm not going to say the new album is better than Kill 'Em All, but, um, you know, it'd be cur- I'd be curious to see, like, if you went track by Wait, track. Wait, what? You don't like the new album better? <laughs> I don't know. It's It's been out, what, a month now? I'm sure I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's close. It's a very good album. Yeah, it's a really good album. Yeah, the yeah, first, the original, f- for the first four, kill them all. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah, definitely my least favorite. The first four, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, but yeah, this one. I mean, at this point in their career, you, you know, you're like, what are we gonna get? And. I think this maybe exceeded our expectations. It did mine for sure. I mm-hmm. yeah. It's for me it's I think it's might be their best mixed album ever. It sounds yeah. really good. Mm-hmm. Well and black album might be better. But anyway. Mixed-wise, <laughs> but I think the mixed-wise, bass comes I mean. through a little more on this album. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hmm. And uh I think James's voice sounds the best it's had. Oh, it has his voice is amazing. Probably since the load era. It's I mean Yeah, that's that's 20, probably years. the highlight. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the highlight of the album. Is his vocals? They're just shockingly good. Yeah, yeah. It's not the drum fills. <laughs> no, that's I, as much as I love Lars. I would I would say that's probably one of my least favorite things about it is that if you're if you're a fan of Metallica and you specifically paid attention to his drums and what he does and his where he puts his fills. The first time I heard this album, the very first time I knew he was going to do snare rolls, like I knew. I was like, here it comes. There it is. And I'm like, man, dude, I mean, I love you, but goddamn. <laughs> it's getting to be pretty predictable. But, you know, what are you going to do? What, can what was you going to say, Keith? You had I was, some I was going to of... say, I mean, I know this is going to be surprising, guys. You haven't heard it yet? I haven't heard it yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's worth a listen. We're going to make you listen to it this year. I, 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 I'm yeah. certain. I am certain. You know. <laughs> yeah. Heard Lux Eterna, and that was about it. And, and you can, I don't know, I just, Kirk and his wah pedal abuses. <laughs> People yeah. do have a complaint about his, uh, even not so much his wah pedal anymore, it's just like, He's admitted himself that all of his solos these days are improvised. Like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't compose solos anymore. He just comes in and he and he mm-hmm. just does what he's feeling at the time, and that's like he's just super proud of that lately. And I'm like, but your solos are better when you compose them. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you want John Coltrane? You know what was the year and that half year and a half in the life of or whatever it was when Bob Rock is sitting there just going, "You're doing it wrong." The when he's doing the yeah. solo for Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody said, yeah. this is what happens when a guitar player doesn't do his homework. Is that Bob Rock? Yeah, so yeah. That exactly. Was Bob Rock, yeah. yeah. He has PTSD from that moment. He can't, he now he can't <laughs> yeah. write solos anymore at all. <laughs> no, but still, just, I think one of his rich. best solos ever. Oh, oh it's fantastic. Is, yeah. Great solo. Well, that's the thing. Like the, all those, that, those solos from Puppets and Justice and mm-hmm. uh, Black Album are so good. Even on Load, like the Bleeding Me solo, the Outlaw Torn solo, mm-hmm. all these solos that are like, yeah, yeah. God damn, dude. That's great. 
Even the minimalistic solo in what was it? Uh, Until it sleeps, I think. I, I still like yeah. that one. That was yeah. great. Yeah. But yeah, he just. He I think got I do away think, from that. I don't want to shit on him. I do think the, the solos on this no. album are good, and I think they're yeah, better. They're, they're better than they were on uh, Hardwired. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's actually some really good, some really good solos on the album. Um, yeah, and in a Marata, oh yeah, has some good ones. Yeah, the Room uh, of Mirrors also has some good ones. Oh, the the yeah the, the harmonized solo and the harmonizing solo stuff. Of, yeah, oh so so God. good. Yeah. And I checked. I kind of checked out on Death Mag- Magnetic. <laughs> Unfortunately, he, but... he was on fire on that album because he that was coming off Saint Anger, so he's like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> I knew it was good. I, mean, just, I just yeah. I couldn't get over the compression. I know. Everyone, everyone has that. You got to get everyone the guitar hero version. That's right. The guitar hero oh yeah, version. yeah, yeah. It's so funny because you know Saint Anger. You're like, well, they're not going to make the same mistake. They're not going to fuck up the production again. Whoopsie! Fucked up the production again. <laughs> like, how do you do? Hey, that? it could have been Justice for All and no bass. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they fucked their production up pretty bad on that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah well. They've never been good at it until I'd say probably the last. Maybe well, I guess I think the album before that, uh, Hardwired. I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fi- finally, good. there's a proper Metallica sounding actual Metallica album. You don't have to. I mean, the Black Album. I, That's true. The Black the Album is good. quiet, but the Black Album, good Lord, that album sounds ridiculous. It's so good. Just loads of big. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's true. They did, yeah, they did have a good. period there. For the, yeah. And Reload sounds good too, production wise. Yeah. Reload was very good. Yeah. But anywho. Well, we'll get into it big time when we talk about <laughs> yeah. 72 seasons in full. We'll dig into that later this year, I'm sure. We'll Putting sure. it up big time. <laughs> <laughs> once, we, once we get through all the. Uh, <laughs> I'm sick for that one. <laughs> well, that'll, that'll probably be like our well, you know, end of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fern, Fern from uh, Eyes of the Nile, Eyes of the Nile, uh, yeah. wanted to come on and talk about Saint Anger, so we could also do Saint Anger. Was that 2003 season? That was 2003. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. kind of fun. Yeah, hmm. I'd be so, up for that. That's kind of the nadir of their discography. So you have like the beginning, yeah. then. <laughs> That yeah, that's, that's the low point for sure. Yeah. Hmm. As, as long as you don't consider Lulu a Metallica album. It's <laughs> not canon. No, I nobody does. No. no. I don't think anybody really does. I don't think I listened to more than half the first song. And I was like, nah. I did listen to Junior listened, Dad the other day. It yeah. was pretty good. That song. Howard Stern like that song. There's not a lot of vocals in it. And it's like, a, it's a very long song. So uh, the music is really good. Really good. Mm. All I remember from that album is I am the table. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am the table. <laughs> All right. You're the table. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Just Lou Reed's vocals. Uh, I love me yeah. some Velvet Underground, but there was no way in hell that was going to work. No. I mean, <laughs> no. Isn't Lulu on par with, what is it? Uh, Rebel meets Rebel? Oh, boy. Ooh. The Pantera, yeah, That's probably <laughs> so. What was that, that one, dude? Yeah, was that Waylon David, Jennings or David, something? David Allen Coe, I think. Right, that's, that's yeah, it. that sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even mm-hmm. know about big this racist one. piece of shit. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's not. It good. was. It no. wasn't spectacular. I mean, it was Pantera, <laughs> so if you can just like block out the vocals, yeah, it's okay. But yeah, eh. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I listened to it once. <laughs> I was like, yeah, all right, sure. 
whatever. Is there a how is there a whole album of that? Yeah, I think so yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebel Meets Rebel oh, is the name of the album. Yeah. Holy Never crap! Heard of I it. thought it was like two songs or something. <laughs> I think I bought it on iTunes. To be honest with you, <laughs> like right when it came out, I was so excited. It was between that and Hell when Hell Yeah came out. I was excited on oh, that yeah. one. But, yeah, but meh. I, Wait, know. so was it? It wasn't Pantera. Full Pantera, right? I think it was Vinny and Dime for sure. It was Vinny and Dime for sure, right? Okay. And I think it yeah. was. Re- I think Rex was in it too. Probably yeah. it was Rex too. Might as well. I mean, I'm pretty Wikipedia sure. Some, yeah. I just can't remember the whole thing. I just remember it was a big deal. Yeah. And people were like, it came out and then everyone's left like, oh, it, well, it's a guy with a country voice yeah. singing over, but Pantera riffs. Okay, like, okay what, sure. 96 or 95 or something like that? Uh, Rebel meets Rebel. That was 2000 and... 2006. Oh, out. wow. But it, yeah. was, it was recorded between 99 and 2003. So it was okay. posthumous. For, yeah, it was after Dime passed. I see. Okay, that sounds familiar now. Yeah, oosh. Yeah, <laughs> and they even had a video. It wasn't. God, the, Hank the most Williams the third is on it as well. Really? Yeah. Surprise! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could have guessed that. And I'm not one for country music, but no, I, I no, am. I I love me some some good old Cash and Willie Nelson. Well, I mean, yeah. I'll even listen okay. to David Allen Coe. I mean, that's, hey, that's different. Old school. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, David Allen Coe is old school. He is that exact style. But there are certain albums that he put out in the '70s mm-hmm. that, um, that two of them that, are questionable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lyrical content <laughs> not that, so great. Oh my. <laughs> I mean, you, you think, you know, like, you know, how much could you get away with? And that's the whole thing. They didn't actually distribute these. They actually only advertised for them um, in the back of, uh, like, porno mags. Like, is where you, could, you had to go to, to huh. find the mail order in order to purchase them. Because that's the whole thing. Like, he, he was just like, you know what, uh, Shel Silverstein. Uh, he was hanging out with Shel Silverstein, and the Silver, they were just jamming together. And uh, David Allen Coe started, you know, singing these songs, and Chilf Silverstein started laughing his ass off. He's just like, "Dude, you gotta record this." So that's what he did, and he figured, "All right, you know, I, I can't put. No one's gonna put this song, you know, Susie Shall- Shallow Throat. You know, that, that's just it's not gonna make it onto anyone's list." So he, you know, kind of set up his own publication or, or uh, whatever, and started selling them through, you know, mail order, and that's how these things got popular, and he. Even though it's, you know, come out, it's well known that, you know, he wrote, you know, some really insanely racist music. Oh. Uh, yeah. Lovely. That, 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 that he is still just like, I'm not racist. Crazy. You know, and it's like, dude, <laughs> have, you, have you read that? You know, it's, yeah. Well, I don't not think wild. most racists are <laughs> going to just come out. Like, I think they've conceptualized things in their minds so that they're not. Yeah. They don't think they are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Keith, was that Shel Silverstein as in the children's book author? Yeah. Were the yes. sidewalk ends or whatever? Yes. <laughs> huh. yes. The light in the attic, all yep. that? Yep. Wow. Yep. The two of them were hanging out, and that's it's where the idea was conceptualized. Um, well, the idea know, of them hanging out is... I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure yeah, really. <laughs> Shel wasn't, you know, uh, wasn't helping him compose, you know. <laughs> well, he didn't have a lot of poems about, you know, pro-racism. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I got it. I don't know. Maybe we need to re-examine those poems. <laughs> Go back and read <laughs> where the sidewalk ends and see if there's any racism in it. <laughs> the Giving Tree. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh yeah. Who's gonna start crying now? I mean, that... 
Uh, all right. Should we get going now? I What's guess so, banter? Yeah. <laughs> You done right. eating your dinner, Keith? Yes, yes. I okay. have. Okay. <laughs> your Marie Callender's pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> Fix me a chicken pot pie. My son had baseball practice tonight. I, I well, at least you microwaved it. Yeah. Ooh. I, I had to pick up dinner on the way home from baseball practice, so I, I just, you know, got got a couple freezer pizzas and a pot oh, for myself. Yeah, pat pat. <laughs> There's no shame in it, none. All right, well, welcome back to Somewhere in Time podcast, everybody. Uh, I'm Eric, and we've got Tim here. Hello. And Joe is here. Hey. Keith is here. Good evening, my friend. And we have a special guest this episode. Everybody say hello to Marshall. How's it going? Marshall. Marshall. Sourced by Marshall. 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 You know, Marshall. All right. Uh, SomewhereInTimePodcast.com is where you find us online. Get to all of our good stuff there. Links to our social media. Links to YouTube. Go to YouTube and subscribe to our shit. We need more subscribers, so please, you know the drill. Click that bell and all that. Good stuff. I think you smashed one of them. You smashed you smash at least one of them. <laughs> It'll turn blue, man. Smash that like button. Hit that subscribe. That's right. Like and keep subscribe. notified. All right. This episode, we are talking about the album In the Shadows by Merciful Fate. We'll uh, play a little bit of this to get started. Might as well play the possibly the best song on the album. Let's get to the good stuff then. I don't like fading out King Diamond, but we're going to talk about the song a little later. So, uh, this band is from Denmark, and the band is King Diamond on vocals, Hank Sherman on guitars, uh, Michael Denner on guitar, Timmy Hansen on bass, and the drums on this album. It's interesting. So, credited as Snowy Shaw, but he didn't actually play drums on this album. So Morton Morton Nielsen played drums on this album. I guess a studio drummer or something. Um, I God, couldn't I find anything. Not. I couldn't find anything on. Oh, yeah, really. I couldn't find anything online about that. Like why that was the case. I know that mm-hmm. obviously they they had a different drummer in the original. I think uh, they were the trying. Albums. They were yeah. They were trying to get that guy back, and I think there was. It just kind of couldn't. It, you know, there's a reason they broke up. You know, right. back in 86. So I'm pretty sure it was like, hey, yeah, good idea. And then they started getting together. And next thing you know, one of them was like, yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. This is a reunion yes. type of album, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. This this band had been yeah. together from, what, 82 to 86, I believe. You know, there was Don't break differences. the came out in 84, so. Yeah. Uh, but musical differences caused <laughs> them to go their separate ways. Obviously, we all know King Diamond created his yeah. own independent band and... We all know the beautiful, beautiful music that has uh, gone through our podcast so far. Uh, 
so yeah, when this when this when these guys came back, I ran out and got the goddamn uh, what is it called? Uh, a dangerous meeting, which is like a best of. Uh, the first side has all Merciful Fates old stuff and their best, and then the other side has a bunch of King Diamond stuff, which I already owned all of. But I was like so down that these guys are getting back together and you know then i didn't get this album mm. and um <laughs> yeah <laughs> you kicking uh, yourself now for no that? not no not at all this is um i mean i i you know back in when i was getting into king diamond i picked up melissa i never i still do not own don't break the oath but mm. you know i mean their old stuff i'm still familiar enough with it especially once i picked up a dangerous meeting that is some killer fucking old school metal this album it's good. It's it's got some great music. These guys are very well, you know, played guitarists. This is not a rager. There's there's mm. like you know, mm. like you know, like Marshall. <laughs> All right, Marshall and I went to went to college together. Uh, you know, every single weekend we started the weekend off with a good old chorus of "Welcome Home." I, I'm not hearing like any like. Bass, badass, like, you know, screaming myself to sleep kind of, you know, yeah. King Diamond going on here. Well, Tim and I have a different perspective, but only because, like, at least for me, like I don't want to... Well, and I don't want to speak for... No, no I've, actually, I, I've actually grown to come appreciate around. him. Yeah, we've, we, I think we've both come around on his... Yeah. Like, before it was, yeah, his vocals are silly, so I can't get into it, but... Right. Since we've done this podcast, we did what did the Eye and we did I think one other King Diamond album. We did them. Um, we did them. Them. I, I them and the Eye. Yeah. I don't think we've done Abigail yet. Yeah. No. So I've actually come to appreciate it, and but I have not gone back and listened to the old Merciful Fate stuff. So I technically this is the first Merciful Fate album I've listened to in its entirety. What about so? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, not me, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of right there with you though. I don't. Well, I yeah. It's, like I I appreciated the King Diamond stuff, but I haven't gone back and I mean I'm sure, I know I've heard other songs from Merciful yeah. Fate, of course, but I don't think I've gone back and you know purposely put on Don't Break the Oath or or uh, the first Melissa. album. Melissa. Melissa, yeah. So I suggest what is it? Abigail, nineteen eighty seven, King Melissa. Diamond live, yeah, oh yeah. and that has a great version of my favorite Merciful Fate song, Come to the Sabbath. So that's a killer one. Anyway, strongly suggested. Strongly suggested. Cool. But yeah, I, I agree with Eric. We, I think we're both... It, it's kind of a weird thing because it's like we're still kind of discovering this stuff. I, didn't, yeah, I haven't totally. really... I mean, I, I own Melissa and I, I have listened to it, you know, probably 10 times, you know. But it still feels new. Mm-hmm. It still feels new. So to us, this is kind of fresh. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like... So there's nothing... There's There's no back catalog to compare necessarily so it's all i get what you're saying there because that's for me going in for this one i was so excited because i was just like you know i've been dying to get marshall to join us for a while and i'm i'm a horrible friend and i not gotten around to <laughs> Fine, dude. and i was just like all right you're, you know, you're good. We, we mentioned that we're doing uh merciful fate and i'm like all right i gotta get marshall in for this one pulling some old school you know early kind of you know merciful fate style shit and i know their back catalog so when yeah, i yeah. first sat down to kind of throw this one in i had an expectation yeah. This did not live up to it. So uh, God, the, uh, the merciful it. fate <laughs> formula is a lot of starting and stopping. If you if you know that it's dun dun digga digga dun dun digga digga dun digga dun and then stop dun digga digga dun digga digga dun digga dun stop ah dun digga digga dun stop 
and then a sol- the solo, then a chorus, then stop, and then back. That's Merciful Fate. And this one has more than just that. Although I listened to a bunch of it, and all I kept hearing was, I, I like the album. I'm going to say that right now. I really did like the album, but I keep hearing bad metal theater production, hmm. like high school theater production. Huh. And, and long story short, I was going to bring this up. If, has anyone seen the TV show Todd in the Book of Pure Evil? Mm-mm. No, no. It's on it. It's on Amazon. Strongly suggested because it's an awful Canadian high school drama slash bad whatever jason muse you know of oh yeah james silent bob james silent bob he's in the show as the wise janitor who just smokes (laughs) a lot of weed oh wow strongly i wonder how he got that part (laughs) (laughs) but there's this whole part of the uh episode excuse me where they put on a metal musical and Uh, i swear i listened to the metal metal musical there's a soundtrack too on itunes and everything but I listened to that and I was hearing like in the shadows and, or just shadows, excuse me. And a couple other of the songs sounded exactly like that. It was very <laughs> funny. Anyway, sorry. Well, they're, they're, Sidetracked. That's okay. Uh, I mean, Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith are both big King Diamond. King Diamond I mean, they, <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 They put it in Clerks and, too. There was a whole scene with them singing. Yeah. Welcome home. <laughs> yeah. I mean, King Diamond doesn't shy away from anything theatrical. So that's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's that's kind of in his fun. wheelhouse to be like, yeah, and kind of cheesy too. Like, well, some, I, I actually ran you know. into in the research for this one. I ran into this, this. This really sums up kind of the King Diamond side of things pretty really well. It's it's a it's a review from uh, MetalReviews.com for this album. It's like okay. King Diamond's real claim to fame is his ability to instantly switch between an almost whiny growl to an ear piercing nasal falsetto, and he uses this a lot. In fact. Almost every chance he gets, he does this. And I assure you, both voices are pure evil. But here's the catch. Often it seems King Diamond is doing voices rather than singing, and since he usually does similar voices for each tale he tells, after a while it can seem like he's pretty much they're the same. Thank God for the extremely talented guitar duo of Hank Sherman and Michael Denner. Yeah. You know, and it mentioned that King Diamond's voice gives Merciful Fate their distinct sound, while Sherman and Denner ensure that their story, uh, that each story that King tells has its own fresh-sounding soundtrack. Another review I had commented how it was so great on this album that Denner and um, the other guy... Sherman. Sherman. uh, How great they feed off of each other because he was so sick to death of King Diamond's writing with Andy LaRock in the solo band. Mm. And I thought about that and i played a little of the king diamond stuff and i'm sorry but the stuff i'm hearing from these two it's it's not judas priest and mm-hmm. i would even say that the the, the Larock side of things on the king diamond end is superior than what i'm hearing here maybe you know i love the old school stuff but on this album i just didn't hear anything brand new that just blew up in my face uh, mm. you know i mean there's something there's something to be said for like when you're starting a band i mean we talk about this a lot where a lot of bands stuff their best stuff is the first couple albums right yeah like yeah so imagine you've got that catalog and then you try to go back and just recreate that magic it's got to be difficult uh, you know it's yeah. so. not gonna happen yeah i agree but with i still keith, like uh, the album like, i agree with keith it's 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 kind of a as jericho would say it's stock you know it's just kind of like it's it's decent metal but and there's there's parts that i really liked on it but there's nothing that 
I was like, this is amazing. These songs. It's weird are- to be in this. New position we're in this position reverse yeah, roles. We're at a, yeah like we're well, at a disadvantage and this a doesn't big, often happen a big thing for me in this album is the rhythm section is so fucking boring throughout that i was mm-hmm. like come on god Some, I, like is this i could have played drums on this album note for note this guy does <laughs> like he doesn't do anything i think is interesting and the bass is it, it's just there it, it could have been Jews priest bass player in there like yeah. fucking do anything really so well, I, yeah. I, I like a good rhythm section in a band. But yeah, there's some really awesome guitar solos. So oh catch, my God, there's yeah. catchy hooks and the vocal melodies. But um it's okay. Yeah. It's pretty huh. good. It's all right. Well let's let's talk about what we thought was good then. I mean let's face it, well, you so I, we want to talk about Egypt. But. Yeah, well I, I did find one review from Sputnik Music who gave it four point five out of five stars. Uh and their review said, In the Shadows plays like a fusion between Merciful Fate and King Diamond, taking important parts of both bands and combining them into one release. This could have been a disaster, as both bands are two entirely different entities that take tremendously different approaches in regards to their songwriting. No, they don't. It's, instead, this results in one of the best metal albums of the early 90s. That's according they're to this not, button. That's fucking different from one another. I no, think they're not. Well, for, that, they're not. Other stuff in that review said that this is something I was going to bring up anyway, but this was the first King Diamond, I'm sorry, Merciful Fate album that didn't deal in like satanic yeah. stuff. Like each yeah. song was yeah. kind of a story about a, a different it was more horror. spooky stuff. Yeah, it was more Which horror. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, you can't yeah. sing yeah. about, yeah. you can't yeah. have the same stuff throughout. And it's still like scary vampire stuff, yeah. macabre yeah. stuff, you know? So. Yeah. So I think that's what they were talking about with the different approaches for songwriting. It's like, but I don't know, that's speculation for me. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I like the album overall. Um, I, I, you know, I agree with what Joe's saying. Like, there's nothing flashy with the rhythm section, so that's a bit of a letdown. But as a guitar player, I do yeah. appreciate a lot of this album because there are a lot of great guitar parts on this album. Like, really, yeah. I'm not a guitar stuff. player, but yeah, I was like, holy <laughs> shit, that's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the solos are like, god damn. Yeah, and also I can see where Ghosts got a lot of their inspiration from. The oh first my two god. Albums. <laughs> there's oh, some yeah. stuff on here I just like, thought oh. of that yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. like two songs specifically where I'm like well yeah Tobias Forge heard this song yeah. now I see why all the people it. were saying but the fact that uh, the, the, when I saw King Diamond without his makeup on in that interview I was like oh my god that is that's the Papa mask with no makeup like, it's <laughs> yeah. identical <laughs> yeah. down to the sunglasses yeah. Yeah. yeah 100% he just needed a top hat and yeah yeah we didn't I say never thought about the ghost. Like, there's like two songs that are like, oh my god, that's yeah. We'll get to them when we get to the songs, but yeah, yeah. And I do remember because Tim, you reminded me that you bought this album because it had. Well, we didn't mention that either, but Lars is featured yeah. on uh, "Return of the Vampire," the yeah. 1990, the, the revisit, I guess, of that song. Yeah. Um, so you bought it for that reason. Um, mm-hmm. And so we you we had it in the house. I just and I was listening to this album, going, "Why do these songs sound familiar?" Yeah, me too. Like, I, I feel I've like heard I've heard, heard this songs. before. Yeah. And then Tim told me, but, "I was like, ah, uh, that's why I've heard these songs." We yeah, were I was playing it like, back in '93. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "That sounds like Lars." They these played that video, are, and I was like, "It is Lars." <laughs> yeah, they played that video fairly regularly. I feel like Egypt on yeah, on Bigger's Bigger's Ball. Ball. and I like yeah. that song. So I, yeah. I bought I bought it based on that, not because of the Lars thing, but I I never. I don't. I don't know if I ever got through it when I when I bought it for whatever reason. Yeah. It wasn't like I disliked it. I just, I don't know. You know how you, no, just, we, you just put some albums down and you're like, uh, oh yeah, 
Yeah. We hated it. You, you buy four albums at a time, <laughs> and one of them just never ends up in your in the rotation, and it just kind of yeah. gets lost in the bottom of yeah. a, a bin somewhere. We just yeah, we just made fun of it. We we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So. Uh, and he's not even um, he's he's very reserved as far as he, the he is. Exactly. It was, stuff. Yeah, I mean it's really. there, but it's not. Mm. It's 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 not welcome home there. You know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty laid back. Oh, I thought you were talking about Motley Crue. That's my sweet home. Okay. <laughs> Welcome no. home. Yeah. Okay. Let's We're not even carry the Motley Crue at this point. <laughs> so well, the uh... there is a correlation. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't go that. No, don't, don't go down that rabbit no. hole, please. I don't want to talk about Motley Crue. <laughs> Mick Mars was actually no. I... <laughs> the guitar tech cousin was the second. Well, they wore makeup too. So there's oh, that. that's right. an awful lot of it, yes. Yeah. yeah. Not not scary. For different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is kind of it is jarring to have just your singer is the guy wearing makeup. And the rest of the band is not. Yeah. And no, no <laughs> costumes true. or anything. Like they're just oh, yeah. They're just metal looking dudes from well Scandinavia. Denmark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, talk we should talk about the album cover. Oh yeah. Yeah. A bit. So so uh, I, I guess the sure. the headless horseman is there because that song, Legend of the Headless that's, Rider. So yeah, and that's probably that's the old oak, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. Yeah, and that's Melissa, most likely. Yeah, Melissa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's probably a shadow in there somewhere. What? I see shadows, and then what's this? What's that? What? I can't. I don't have a good picture of it. Let me find a better picture. Let me, let me pull it the up. thing on the bottom right. Yeah, I can't tell what that is either. It's probably some like Egyptian thing. <laughs> I think that's potatoes. It's golden air. <laughs> I don't know. No. It's, it's, thir- it's, thir- it's 13 inventions to a party. It, it, yeah. Potatoes are metal. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, gratin. I don't know. <laughs> potatoes are gratin. That's, that's so brutal. <laughs> it was painted by, supposedly, by Torbjorn Jorgensen. Oh, okay, man. Studio uh, I don't know if that's a name. Studio? Maybe that's a maybe that's like common name in Denmark. It's, it's Smith. I don't know. I like, I like it. Yeah, no, yeah. it's a good album cover. It's, yeah. it's a good album. It's yeah, very yeah, merciful but... fate. Very. Uh, they have, I think they have pretty good good metal. Covers, usually, it, it looks pretty evil. You know. Yeah, it's I, very King Diamond looking as well. Yeah, it's yeah. ominous. I, I definitely yeah. can feel like Satan would look at that and be like, "Yeah, <laughs> I approve." Yeah. <laughs> What's that the font? Yeah, that, is that is that what? where the tea party is? Yeah. There. <laughs> what do you call that font? It's like the merciful fate kind of yeah, merciful fate font. Oh, okay. That's is that old English? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you call it, but it fits the actual font. They've got the aesthetic. It works. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well. uh, Whoa! The tracks. Production. Oh, production. Sorry. Production. I've jumped the gun with. Yeah, it's Ron. friend. Uh yeah, I mean, I the so my issue, my only issues with this album, the, I mean the production, the snare sound isn't great. Like it's kind of oh, the drum, the, yeah. bass the guitar sounds... is utter shit on this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ugh. Yeah. That's I don't think the guitar sound is. I think it's a, it, it's a little hollow. Yeah, um, exactly. I was gonna say yeah. it's not. It's not full. It's an SM fifty seven. It's a typical thing on a Marshall. Yeah. Off axis on one of the top. I don't know. It's it's, it's basic. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's yeah. still it's a decent it's, guitar tone it's it's okay i mean it doesn't it's not yeah it doesn't take me out of it or anything but no, no it's no it's it's nothing like that it's, it's okay. probably a marshall i would assume it's a jcm 800 like standard but i bet you they probably use 5150s who knows hmm. no, no and you can hear everything I, if you want to yeah um, yeah exactly for it. yeah we, we should have mentioned tim kim tim kimsey is the producer and engineer and mixer so i did a huh. good job yep yeah I mean, what else can what else was a standout 93 that had like you know i mean they didn't get through the, the loudness wars up until like the late late 90s like the real loudness wars yeah. really where everything was compressed to hell and everything just got so loud that you could i don't know if there's some dynamics that's all it that matters yeah we'll get to anthrax because that album sounds fucking great because that's oh that's yeah andy wallace right no it's just dave jordan yeah. dave jordan is the producer of oh, sound yeah. of white noise yeah he, he did oh, that was a good album yeah. okay yeah. all right yeah. Touché. yes I <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well we, i only know that because we have a whole list of 93 albums that we're going to talk about so. oh cool cool yeah well that's yeah. cool though yeah. yeah i didn't even think about it i trust like i was telling you before we started it's and after the cd player in my car broke you, you know, <laughs> i think my 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 uh copy of i forget which scorpions album was but the one with sales of sharon on it or sales of karen however you want to look at it Mm. That's that one's still what he got, still stuck in my CD player. I haven't been able to get that out. It's <laughs> wow. a great, great song. Yep, I love it. Really I'll, I'll, I'll take your favorites. word for Man. it. Because, uh, oh, oh my god, it's so good. good. That song is ridiculous. And yeah. Dave Mustaine just lifted that solo. Just thank you. Yeah, <laughs> part of that. Song. He just was like, "I'll take that. Thank you." <laughs> yep. Just took it, like straight up. The guy who invented everything. What else? <laughs> took <laughs> He started heavy the metal. sales of Sharon and <laughs> how do you say it? I, I always thought it was Karen. Be, Karen, or, yeah, that probably is. Yeah, that's how I thought, but everyone's calling it sales of Sharon. I'm like, Gary, what? No. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's 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 another one that just came out, uh, the new extreme album. But that we're talking to King Diamond and Universal <laughs> Fate, never mind. <laughs> Okay. Oh well, that I I'm not a big fan of Extreme, but I I, I do like uh, that Nuno. So, Una, uh, yeah, yeah, that solo in the new song is ridiculous. Oh, that one, the mammoth. Sorry, I'm getting off. On it is pronounced Karen. 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 It's a K. Karen. Down. So, or we could do it with okay. uh, Heron or something like that. There, there you go. <laughs> All I can think about is Karen. Speak to your manager. It's the German I want to speak oh, to your manager. He's the ferryman. He's the ferryman of Hades. Yeah, the, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, is that what okay? Yeah. Well, it is evil in a in a scorpion song. Exar already cooler and you know, for a scorpion song. Well, Although like 78 he, or something? 77. Yeah. It's 77. yeah. in the seventies. But then again, also on that album is He's a Woman, She's a Man. <laughs> <laughs> True. Anyway, although Testament lifted that chorus for their last album on one of their songs. Oh, that's they, right. They, the same really? melody was yeah. Was oh, like, that's funny. It was like the exact same melody of the chorus of that Scorpion song. Like, huh. Note for note, like holy shit, you took that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there is no no original music, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Came from yeah. somewhere. Yep. 
Okay, now Whoa, we're ready for tracks. the tracks. Yeah. All right. So we've already <laughs> played a little bit. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, was there any part of Egypt you wanted to go back to? or? Uh... Well, I have a little clip of King Diamond talking about the song, so I'll play that. Ooh, right. can... This is Ricky Rackman introducing it, too, so that's always fun to <laughs> listen to him talk. Well, right now we're about to play the video for Any- Egypt. So, is anything you want to tell me about this video? Uh, it it deals with with uh, uh, it's a very straightforward, very aggressive song all the way through, pretty much, and uh, it deals with, with Egypt, but it also deals with uh, an out of body experience uh, where a person is out of body, finding out that he's dead in Egypt, appearing in front of the court in the judgment hall in the old Egyptian gods, and really wants to find. Do you kind of research for this song? Oh uh, yeah, sure. And, and he finds out that, that uh, he's about to be judged either to go this way or that way and he really wants to find out but also remembers that his body is lying there back home and he's got to be back before it wakes up because if he's not, he'll never come back to it. Well, let's check it out. Here is Egypt from Merciful Fate. He's like, yeah, sure, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking dumb question in the middle of my story. Yeah, I know. God, he's Can horrible. research on this? <laughs> I was talking. Uh, yeah. I was already talking. God, God. That sounds like Moon Knight to me. I don't know. Yeah, right. It does actually. Yeah. If you paid attention in history class, or probably could pick up on a yeah. lot of this yes. shit. Ricky, God, he says Osiris stupid. and Horus, and you know what else do you need? Uh, to know? Anubis. He's yeah. missing Kanshu. I listened to yeah, Power. Right. He's like, I listened to Power Slave, and I wanted to do something like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Pretty much. That was yeah, that still a decent. That still chorus, decent tune. That Osiris Anubis. The underworld is your horse. I always yeah. said. I always thought he said your whore or something like that. But, but that's a whole thing. The way he says your said yours. But well, it horse. is yours. It's just yours. But the way he's like your oars. I thought it was oh. your horse. <laughs> yours. <laughs> your horse. He just says yours. The underworld is yours. Okay. Yeah, well, he, uh, he makes an extra syllable. Your with it. horse. Your horse. <laughs> but also, I'm never I mean, be able to unhear that. <laughs> in Egypt mythology, Horus is the god of the dead. So why is he talking about Osiris and Anubis? Because Osiris is kind of the sun god. You know, he didn't do that much research. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, man, you the got song, the wrong one the, there. They had enough syllables. They fit in the chorus to go <laughs> yeah. through. Horus, Osiris. They rhyme. You could have Horus, Anubis. It's like, it's like we're going to do a song about a dead guy in a in a spirit, but we're going to make it with some Egypt shit. And it's going to be cool <laughs> yeah. that way. And then we'll call so it we a song. Encyclopedia out. In, case, in case you're not... Yeah, it was, a, it was actual book back then. Yeah. So in case you weren't sure, we're going to just call the, the song Egypt. Because we're not... <laughs> We're not doing anything creative. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do that, that way they'll know where the gods came from, you know. That's right. Northeast However, Africa. We'll sound educated. The song is good. It is. No, the song is very good. <laughs> it might be it the might best, be the best the song on the album, yeah. yeah. Mm, probably it's is. not that it's not as on the nose as the earlier stuff, but you know, it's kind of like getting roundabout to the whole underworld and the whole Satan and you know, hell and all that stuff. It just most of this stuff is just very not as on the nose as when he just goes, Satan, Satan, yeah, Satan, Satan, Satan. Yeah, this is pre- Satan. <laughs> he went back pre-Satan to yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all pre-Satan days. Yeah. There you go. I do love the finger tapping stuff in there. This stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Really cool. There's a start stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will I 
Aru. This is the one bass thing. <laughs> That's the coolest thing he does on the album. <laughs> it's a good guitar solo. Here are some. That's a good uh, riff coming up there too. Right. Oh, the one during the great wake man. Yeah, that. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Or yep. Something yeah, else. Okay. No, that, yeah. that was it. Yeah. I hear. Um, <laughs> there's some moments on this album. We'll get to it, but very uh, Megadethy vocal wise. Like I like I see where Mustaine picked up some of his little, you know, really kind of things. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to hear. Yeah. That. Oh, I mean, wait. Tell me, Room of a Golden Air. That's a, that is. That's Ghost. <laughs> yeah. You, oh okay. my God. Yeah, totally. I, I thought that was Megadeth. Well, it could be both. I mean, it could sound like either one. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a part in 13 in Invitations specifically where I was like, "Oh my God, it's Dave Mustaine." So okay. If we want to jump around, I can play that right now. Sure. <laughs> Not that. The song you on? <laughs> Definitely not that. 13 of Although maybe. Which song is it? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hello, me. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I was thinking about. But what, what's the what track? That's that? a good call. 13 Invitations, 13 track invitations. six. Yeah. 253. I, I had 219 marked for that one as the cool slow part. I'd, I'd say that like the, the my, my favorite parts of this album were actually the more the classical style guitar. Hey, that was bass. I'm not saying you can't hear it. It's just some basic ass bass, man. <laughs> It goes right into the Mustang thing. <laughs> but first, we must play a game. <laughs> oh, that was a that was a chill for even for King Diamond. It's not very classic harmonization. Very good. I don't know. I yeah. I digged. I, I, I the the biggest parts of this album that I ended up really kind of focusing in on is are those kind of more things like his vocals there. He's doing a lot of layering. He's doing a lot of different, you know, he's it's all doing all falsetto, but still he's kind of got an echo going on there with what he's doing. I just mm-hmm. really enjoyed that part. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, I think a gruesome time is one of my favorites as well. Uh, and I like the, the legends of the headless rider. I did. I like that one. Yeah. That was and cool. Is this you, Melissa is really good the, too. The vocal harmonies on it. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. Cool. yeah, it's kind of interesting. This this album is, you know, how a lot of albums, it, it, even in the eighties and the nineties, there was always like, you know, people would describe them as top heavy or bottom heavy, or yeah. there's just one song in the right in the middle. This one actually is pretty, pretty even across mm-hmm. the whole thing. If you think, yeah, about it. in agree. my opinion, anyway. I'm sorry. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Is that oh, my well, favorite song on the bit. whole thing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my favorite song on the whole thing is Shadows, just because it reminded me of just anime theme song. I don't know why, it just did. 
No. Oh. Huh. <laughs> well, that's another song where I said that's very ghosty. <laughs> yeah. Well, or that vice versa. <laughs> well, yeah, I should say. <laughs> yes. Like just even just that, like yeah. Like, I could hear Tobias Forge writing something like that. Totally. Yeah. I don't mind the simplicity of the drums so much. I think it makes it sound heavy. It kind of fits, yeah. yeah. He does the, it, it, it follow, works, the kick but... drum with. He follows the riff with the kick drum too much for me. Do something different. Yeah. Goes to the ride on the choruses almost every time. He does, yeah. yeah. I'm not saying it had but... to be like intricate stuff, but it, yeah. it didn't bother it me kind of the more I listened to it. And it, should, it was 30 years ago. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't thrash metal. No, it was more along painkiller had already come out. Like, yeah, it could be done. (laughs) It could be, but you know, British wave of whatever the Wabam or whatever want to call it. Yeah, that was one thing. It sounds like classic heavy metal to me. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't need to be super flashy, you know. Right. Yeah. So, and the solos and the guitar solos are flashy enough. I think there's, I think there's enough there to, you know, there's a couple that they seem to phone in, but for the most part, they're just on on point. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, the opening... gruesome time the solos I put for at uh, or in my notes I, I should put some notes down to the, today uh, at <laughs> nice. a minute thirty um, kind of it kind of keeps going but there's a, there's a little vocal break but a minute thirty till about two minutes and then again at, at about two twenty eight there's some yeah. really cool guitar stuff yeah I had some notes on this song too uh, I'll get to your minute thirty here I love the opening riff in this song too but I think it's... Yeah, so that's great. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That was a good one. I love that riff. Yeah. Oh, and I also said the the I'll have to get to the chorus. I didn't write down what it is, but it reminded me. I don't know if there's a specific metal church song, but it reminded me of metal church. Oh, yes. I think uh, it might I be. Wrote, I wrote Badlands. it down. Is it not? <laughs> oh, metal? I had. Um, I gotta find it. Hang on. Oh, in the in the blood is what I thought. It's forty seconds. In the, if that's what I'm thinking of anyway. Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of something else. Sorry. Well. well We'll get to that. Yeah. That's right here, though. Oh, yeah. It just reminds me of Metal Church 
something off Blessing in the Skies and I couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah. And it could is it off be of Blessing or it sounds like, it sounds like it's something from David Wayne. It could be. Yeah, it could be on the dark or um so maybe the first album. Maybe the first album, yeah. Yeah. I didn't be. I didn't dig deep enough to figure it out, but that definitely sounded like something metal churchy to me. Yeah, the thing I was talking about is from the first album. But it's in Return of the Vampire. So oh, okay. we'll get there. I'll show it to you. Yeah, yeah. Um did you read any lyrics? Yeah, a little bit. The um, that's the I think it's the very last line of the Bell Witch. It it just made me laugh. (laughs) Something like he got his bad medicine, and then they just stopped. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) she gave him some bad medicine, and then and Johnny died. Hello, I mean good love. It's like bad medicine. It's like bad medicine. Oh god, (laughs) the way he he forces the line in, it's. I didn't put the timestamp on it, but it was like... We've had Bon Jovi and Motley Crue references on this episode. How about that? <laughs> and Scorpions. In a Merciful, Merciful Fate episode. And Scorpions, yeah. There you go, all of our subscriptions. Yep. Right. I had 256 in this song as also Megadethy, but I don't know why. Let me see. Wait, which Is the Bell Witch? Room of the Good Bell Witch, yeah. Good night, John. See you in Here it is. Here it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Say bye bye, do daddy. Daddy, yeah, that that line right there is what maybe I hit that and was just like, oh god. I mean, it's I don't like the album anymore. You heard there ain't no cure coming a mile away. I mean. Good. The the bar for King Diamond. Hey, I love, I love, I love, I love the cheese ball coming King Diamond, but. That is hilarious. Like, what? <laughs> I draw the line here at this point with King Diver. We're not going to stand for this. <laughs> bye bye, daddy's too much. <laughs> That's just too much for me. But yeah. he's got to say mommy. It's all grandma and mommy. You can't have daddy issues. But he too. kept doing that. He kept doing yeah. that in the graveyard in 96. 90, was it 96? It was 96 or 97. Half of that album is like, daddy's here. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that damn album. I don't care what. Razor Fist says, I love that freaking album. Oh, well, when it's, we get to I it, mean, we'll talk about it. When we get to 96 or whenever it came out. Yeah. Here's the bad medicine. Soon they realize given your bad medicine. <laughs> 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 I love it. I mean, yeah, it's, you know. Well, the, yeah, we have a lot more. Uh, room to be cheesy so it's fine absolutely that, there really is no limit i don't think i think it's like you're right. sky's yeah. li- it's not even sky's limit it's like space is the limit <laughs> like, yeah. you can go as far as you want <laughs> and this is a man that holds, holds two bones that are electrical taped yeah. across with a microphone on yeah. stage come on yeah yeah well yeah. we can give well, him a little leeway time out, time out. i would say though i mean let's face it the king diamond stuff didn't take the cheese to like levels beyond the merciful fate stuff was just like you know satan came before everything so it was just like satan yeah. satan and you know satan's cool <laughs> i mean so doing the cheesy stuff with the cool satan thing ah you know it's like it's yeah what it, it don't satan's, go together satan's not corny man satan well rules. depends you know. it's like there's the cool batman and there's the campy batman and they're all kind of cool Good in point. their own way you know <laughs> yeah that's true can do that. He's got a point there. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Danish man who lives in 
Texas. Dallas, right? Dallas. And dresses up as like a scary demon Voodoo guy. doctor kind <laughs> yeah. of guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what, what is he actually? Nobody. Uh, he's not. He's, he's a guy with face paint on. You know? At least there's a back, like a, somewhat of a backstory to, to Papa. This guy's just. Right. He's, hey, he, he just puts just, on like upside down pentagram or upside, upside down crosses. And that's yeah. like the guy that got kicked out of Kiss because he was too evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was the store. <laughs> yes, we have the Catman, the Spaceman, and we Come have on. this. Ooh, this guy's a Satan guy. Uh, you're fired. We <laughs> <laughs> can't have that. But what was that? What was the that Tenacious D song? It wasn't even a, a Tenacious D song. That one part in, on the album where they just go, Satan, Satan, Satan. I'm like, oh, am I listening to Merciful Fate? Come on. All right. <laughs> I don't think I know that, but it sounds right. <laughs> sounds familiar. Um, I thought the opening riff in Old Oak was very Voivody. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Now that you mention it, yeah. Like, like a slow Voivod. Yeah. They would have done it yeah. three times the speed. Yeah. Quickly changes, but yeah. 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 This has got some cool guitar stuff too. This right here, it's very cool. And I have 449 is my favorite part of this song. Let me see what that was. I like the album more the more I listen to it too. So. Yeah, this part's great. Yeah. It's great because there's good guitar solos. <laughs> yeah, that's the highlight of the album, is the guitar solos, I think. Anyway, do you want to hear some, hear some more solos? Yeah, what you got? Uh, Room of Golden Air at 56 seconds, and then mm-hmm. again at 206. Yes, that's another. This was the this was the song that was like, oh, ghost. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what was the first time marker? 56. Oh, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. In one ear and the other. Yeah. What was the other one? 206. 206. It's Alex Skolnicky there. Mm-hmm.
Oh, and this song ends really weird. Oh, yeah. Little organ. Oh, yeah. 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 No, they, they just Go a little 80s it. style, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is the song I kept listening to, and I kept thinking my... My phone was stopped. Yeah, okay. It just ends. <laughs> it just ends, yeah. How do we end this? I don't know. Just stop. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just press the stop button there. Click. There yeah. you go. Done. Wait. There's, a, there's yeah. another. I can't remember it. what. It might be the. I don't remember what song it is, but there's one that he's still singing and it fades out. He, he's still doing no. vocals. Um, Legend of the Headless Rider. There's I have, a, I have 105 is the heavier part of that song that I thought. Mm, yeah. Oh, he has, or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had 240 is really good. This might be the song where it does that vocal. Oh, that okay. End too. It's like Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> We're 72 seasons. Yeah, it's 72 seasons. <laughs> yeah. I believe I'm there too. Oh yeah, for sure. Even with the bass. Mm-hmm. Right, let's see if this is the one that. <laughs> this is very King Diamond. Oh, yeah. That next one's another one that Tobias Forge, I think, likes oh, a yeah. lot. This song has harpsichord in it, and it's played by John Marshall, but not that John Marshall. <laughs> not the Metal Church John Marshall. No. <laughs> I think this might be my favorite. It is quite good. I mean, listen to that. I know. You think that's in para? Jeez, <laughs> oh, Tobias. La 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 Melissa. He sure does love his female song titles, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
That's great. <laughs> I just want to be sure that this Melissa is not, it's not Missy, the, the sister of King Diamond, right? This, these are different Melissas? No, I believe it's the Melissa from the Melissa yeah, album. That one, but Whatever. that Melissa is not Missy from no. them. No, he right. just likes the name. Okay. Because she I was from, assume. it sounds like they're from New Jersey. Yeah. The mom at least does. <laughs> what? On <laughs> them? Don't remember the mom at the beginning? Oh, yeah. Oh, King, okay. put that yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Now <laughs> okay. go paint the wall. Got to feel about that. <laughs> uh, well, Return of the Vampire, which is a kind of a re release. Yeah. Um, do we want to play the first one first, or we want to play the one on the. I guess we should play the one on this album. Yeah, this one and then compare it to that one. Yeah, because I, you yeah. know what, I just still haven't listened to the old one yet. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, you're in for a treat. Like, this would be like an unboxing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll play a little bit of this. The song that features Las Ulrich on the drums. Yes. And you can tell. Mm-hmm. We don't have to play the whole thing. I actually have three minutes as like a very Metallica sounding part. Yeah, there's, had, a, there's um, some outlaw tornish stuff in here. Yeah, I think that's what I'm, that's the one. A little bit of cyanide too, the slow part. What's that fiddle he doesn't cyanide? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bump, 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 bump. yeah. So Lars. Yeah. That was a very Kirk Hammond solo, too. It yeah. was, yeah. Well, I, yeah, my note was it's very Metallica sounding. That whole part was very Metallica sounding. Yeah. This and that. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Time. Bah, 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 yeah. The guitars and the bass sound better on this too. It's had different sound. Well. Yeah, I, th- I yeah. feel like it must have been. Well, it wasn't, I don't think it was the same recording session. It was different. No, because they got together. Actually, oh shit! I have a note. I have a clip of him talking. Yeah, about it this sounds too. a lot better on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me... Yeah, this this clip he talks about getting together with Lars. And right now, I want to talk about a song, <laughs> "Return of the Vampire," which you have a special guest drummer appearing on that one. Did you yeah. study about vampires for this? Lars Ulrich from Metallica joined us uh, for three days in the studio in Dallas. Dallas. Um, we've been very good friends for a long time, you know, and uh, we've been talking about jamming some old Metal Fate stuff, you know, a lot of times, maybe just at a bar somewhere, you know, where nobody really mm-hmm. would know of it. But they, he had five days off with from uh, Metallica, they were in Mexico City doing Hawaii next, so they were off there, and he called me up and said, hey, what do you say, you know, we jam smoke missile fade in the studio and see what happens? Because it was not like, yeah, let's plan and do this and get it out. But he said, do rehearse Return of the Vampire quite a bit, you know. So we did that, and he came in, you know, it was an unbelievable experience to play yeah. with, because he has a very, very unique style, and we learned a lot from playing with him too, you know. And I guess that's the quickest drum track glasses ever put down and take, you know. It was mm-hmm. so live, so spontaneous, and just a great feeling. It was such a natural high that 
normally when we get together, there's, you know, if a few beers go down, stuff like that. Here, over three days, the person that had the most beer was two beers. That <laughs> pretty much shows how what a natural high it was, you know. So it has a very lively sound to it, but a great rearrangement. We all contributed on it, uh, the new arrangement, and it really turned out very heavy. So, so good that we, we all thought it would be great to have on the album as a, as a bonus track. Yep. Was there like a live wire, like sparking behind them or something? No, nah, that's just bad tracking on the VCR. Ah. Yeah, bad tracking. <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> but yes. uh, why would that... Okay, you have the drummer from Metallica in 1993. Metallica is like the biggest metal band on the planet at that point. And you say, yeah. bonus track. Like, why, <laughs> why would you not... Yeah. That should be a sticker on the front. Yeah, it should be a sticker on the front featuring Lars Ulrich from Metallica. Like, how do you not? Maybe they didn't want to. There's a cred thing there, though. It was probably a a legal thing that they couldn't capitalize on it, probably. It's Metallica. Come on. Yeah, could be. I don't know. If you go to two, sorry, 158 in that song, that's such a perfect Lars fill from (laughs) post Black Album. <laughs> Where he's like just leaning back. Yeah. 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 And this one. So. Yeah. That the little little. Yeah. Oh, and that. Okay, that note right there that he just did, go to 40 seconds in the song In the Blood by Metal Church. Okay, then. I'm sure you had that ready to go. I did. <laughs> it was all ready to go. You know, you could have sent him an email like, you know, yesterday nah. to be like, hey, Hold on. get this song ready. Are you sure it's not oh, right def- editing. Are you sure it's not In the Blood by Better Than Ezra or John Mayer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> you never know they have a song so does John Mayer apparently so anyway 40 seconds of this song let's see I think I've been guested on that one at first there you go <laughs> alright just that note I was like that's the same note it sounds very similar there's only so many I kept notes. thinking of it but I kept thinking every time I heard this, the vampire song, I was like, God, it's a metal church vocal line. Every time I heard it, it was like right back to it. I would never would have picked that up. What was the John Mayer's song? I, I have weird things. What was the John Mayer song? What was that one called? Same thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. In, in the blood. <laughs> no. Why not? <laughs> scared? Yeah. Well, he's pretty no, good. No, there, there'll pretty be good an instant copyright claim. He is a very oh, yeah. guitar player. Yeah, exactly. Better than, want better than Ezra? They're, they're not bad either. They were a good '90s rock band. Well, they were not good. better than Ezra. Ezra, huh? Were they good? Oh, 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 oh. Well, they're not better than Ezra. <laughs> oh. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Wait, do I have? I thought I had. That, so. Yeah. I'm better than better than Ezra. <laughs> well, oh, you also have to play um, the original vampire song, and I'll I'll show you the part they cut out because Lars can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Whoa, those drums are like shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> sounds like a practice. I know, it sounds like yeah. when you take the boombox and you stick you yes. stick the mic in it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> sounds like early 80s. What are you talking about? So what's the part that uh got a about four fifteen ish? It's at the end. You'll hear it. It's very much you can't do that, Lars. It's very technical. It, Lars can't do that. Well, if if Lars was given some time and told his guy that programs all of his drums after the oh. fact of after they record it, then yeah, but possibly yeah. That's that's just yeah. not Lars doesn't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, not, you Lars. <laughs> <laughs> he has some things he can do that are pretty cool, but that's not that's not in his yeah. else. That that, that, <laughs> that whole Lars part sounds Lars. But keep can you, can you keep playing the rest of the song because it it's pretty cool. Yeah. Thin Lizzy or um, Diamond Eddie. Cool. That's a great part about early '80s metal. It also had a good swing to it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very good swing. Yeah, Straight was, out of Black Sabbath. Maiden-ish too there too. Yeah, yeah and Sabbath, yep. When they, when they sped up. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, should we grade? Oh, this? you didn't hear any of the vocals of the original, did you? Did no, you, did actually. I should oh, yeah. They're not as good, I don't think. No, they're not. They're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> I think they have more money. Yeah, I think he got better at singing. Yeah. But it kind of reminded me of Danzig, though. The old Danzig. (laughs) Yeah, but he was kind of hollering. Yeah. Higher pitch, but. His vibrato is kind of the same as as Danzig was back then, back in the Misfits or Sam Main. I feel like he's trying to harmonize with himself, but he's not quite. Getting, yeah, you know it's what not I mean? like not quite. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And why did so that was Lars's pick, right? He they yeah. Uh, he said Lars said that we've been jamming on that one for a while. So, like, why that song of all the Merciful Fate songs? Yeah. You're like, let's pick this one. I mean, I don't know. Ask him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was good. The version they did was good. It's just, it's just a weird choice, I think. Phone a friend. Phone a Lars. Yeah, phone a Lars. <laughs> I love, how much after that was uh, when they did the Merciful Fate? Merciful Fate medley, the medley was 98, so about yeah, so. five years after this. Yeah. If there's ever a band to probably do a medley for, it sounds like Merciful Fate's the one to do because they yeah. have all these... Different yeah, just, right. just start, stop, stops, you know, just yeah. stop, and then all you just go into the next one. That's why that yeah, medley kind of sounds like a Merciful Fate song in and of itself. It does. <laughs> you can't even really tell. Well, how how long is that? Because I know on the new Metallica, pretty long. they say Inamorata is their longest song. I know it's a cover song, it doesn't really count, but isn't the isn't that song like 11 something minutes? I feel like it is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Because they do like three or four songs, right? 
It's 11 11. I think they do at least four in that. Yeah. At least four. Yeah. Don't they come back to one at one point? I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It ends with the, it ends at the same song that it starts with. But I don't know which song that is because I'm not so well versed in my merciful fate. Yes. Just remember, I don't remember what. <laughs> I, I don't remember, I remember Corpse Without Soul. They did that and just hearing James Hetfield yell, Satan, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. Was it was it a year and a half or there was some video that I remember seeing where Lars kept going, Come now into the coven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe it's coming to the It coven. had to have been a year and a half. Probably. Well, I know in the Garage Inc. um in the liner or in the insert they're all dressed up or at least james is all dressed up like king diamond oh yeah that's cool and so maybe we've talked studio we might have talked about it when we've talked about merciful fate before but it's it's still kind of weird to me that like metallica and them are contemporaries because it feels like lars grew up on Mar- right merciful i know fate, the way you know the way he yeah. talks about them or even like even like diamond head or somebody like these bands weren't around that much before you no. i know yeah. it's really so, weird but at that age, remember, it was it might well, have yeah, been a four-year com- difference. But, it's, but it's, that was four years. Percentage-wise, it's like yeah, much yeah. bigger. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. Yep. And yeah. he'd only been listening to Diamond Head for five years, but to a 16-year-old kid or a 14-year-old kid, yeah. that was Fourth since he was nine. That's his whole but life. in the case of Merciful Exactly. <laughs> but in the case of Merciful Fate, they they put out their first album the same year as Metallica, didn't they? Or was it the year before? Was it 82 or 83? It was the I think it was the year before 82. Okay, 82. okay but I mean, it's not like they'd been, you know, no, that's, no exactly. It could have been they, nine they months. Had, they had <laughs> Metallica's yeah. already a band, right? Before well, the first album, I'm time with Talent. Iron Maiden formed in '76 and then mm-hmm. put out their first album in '80. So maybe you know, Merciful Fate had been around for like you know, that's probably years. Actually, oh, yeah. I don't think it's right. well, and they're both you know, Lars is from they, they Denmark, been, yeah. yeah, so yeah. that old Denmark, early '80s Denmark metal scene, <laughs> yeah. What happened to yeah. Scandinavia? They started off so good. <laughs> oh, they're nice. still going with oh. their Norwegian death metal. I mean, <laughs> come on, it's, it's Norway. All right. Did you so say we're... Norway or? Okay, never mind. I'm not even gonna... <laughs> you, you did say Norwegian. Norway, right? Well, Norway, Norwegian death metal. Yeah. Okay. Do you have to be from Norway to be Norwegian Norwegian death metal? I'm or is it more sure you can't be Swedish? Yeah. Then it'd be Swedish melodic metal instead <laughs> yeah. of Norwegian black metal. So <laughs> Sweden, Sweden and Denmark are better at metal, in my opinion, than Norway. Yes, especially Sweden. And does Finland even try? <laughs> they have. <laughs> now they're finished. Sorry, couldn't resist. <laughs> that was a good one. That was <laughs> good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. <laughs> Where are you going, Shaft? <laughs> Good and terrible. <laughs> oh my God! Um, do we want to do a grade, or are we at yeah, that point? That's what I was yeah, thinking. Of course, of course, yes. We should let our guests grade. So we do our A to okay. F grade. Well, well, no, 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 no. We can't. We can't let him be the first one. What? Uh, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't even know what the grading scale is. It's A to F. Schools. A, a, B. You know, so they, whatever. They get school. Yeah, so you can do F minus also. Yes, F minus is a great apparently. A plus, F minus. I was going to say C plus before we started talking, but I think I'm going B minus now. I feel like there's enough going on here. That's what I'm going with too. Guitar wise, guitar wise, that really kind of makes this something you really do want to hear. 
it's definitely not something you need to own. It's not something you want to, you know, it's not the, it's nowhere close to the best Merciful Fate stuff, but it's still, you know, you're, you, you definitely can, can relax it's, this and, and enjoy what's going on. It's a good nutritious <laughs> metal relax. album. It's like a microwave Marie calendar pot pie. <laughs> and you have your podcast title. <laughs> Marie Calendar Pod Five: Merciful Fate yes. into the shadows. Say good. Oh, no. Don't forget. My, don't forget. It's microwaved Marie Calendar Pod Five. Microwave. That's that makes key. a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. If you yeah. have the foresight to put that fucker in the oven for an hour, it's so much better. Yeah. But sometimes so you just want to form but also good. So we yeah. kind of. I've had a Boston like, Market chicken pot pie in my freezer for about six months, and I can't get off my ass to actually cook it. So <laughs> you got to start yeah, planning a week it. ahead. Yeah, yeah, I know I do. It's frozen. I it do. takes an hour and a half to cook. So yeah. <laughs> you gotta, don't forget, you got to preheat. That's it's right. a, it's yep. more time added in. That's right. It's stressful. It's like waiting for right, the conditioner yeah. and the shampoo. <laughs> so so Keith gave B minus. Joe, you said B. B minus. B minus also. I'll go B. Uh, yeah, B. Solid B. Um, I'm going to go B+. Plus. I, I really enjoyed this album more than I expected to. I thought it was really good. Never so, never thought I'd see Solid. the Solid. You give a better I know. Than, than a key. <laughs> What's going on, man? I know. I don't know. I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Solid, kind of classic heavy metal album. You know? I liked it. A lot. <laughs> Apparently. I'm surprised that I liked it as much as I did. I will give it, I'll give it four and a half grandmas out of of five. (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry, eight, B plus, B plus, sorry. B plus, all right, cool. There you go. Definitely. Awesome. Cool. Uh, So we do this thing on the podcast where we talk about cool stuff we're doing, like anything going on in our lives that's, that's exciting or fun, or does anyone have anything they want to talk about? The Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, I'm a Philadelphia Flyers fan. They were kicked out like two months ago. Most of the teams I care about aren't even in this. And holy shit, this season has been phenomenal. So watch huh. hockey. Hockey rules. <laughs> cool. I'll try. So you like badminton. <laughs> Am I getting that? You can like both. There's nothing wrong with it. I've just been addicted to Jedi Survivor. Although I can only play yeah. on the, like Work has been kicking my ass, so I can only really play it on the weekends. But... I do log like 15 hours every weekend playing that damn game. So, oh, Jedi uh, Survivor. Yeah. So that's so it's cool. really good. It's really yeah. Good. I just bought it as well. Yeah. yeah. I think you're ahead of me, Eric. But I, you know, same probably. Deal but you're probably catching up pretty quickly. But yeah, it's really good. Good story. Um, yeah. just really fun. Well, some of you. I've had to. Sorry, go ahead. Well, that, I feel like what <laughs> you were going to say was going to be more apt. I was going to say I've had to YouTube my way through some of these levels in Jedi Survivor. That's all. I just oh, so like, I. I give up. What do I what do I do here? I'm lost. And Cheater. The video and There's I'm like, no oh shame God. in it. There's no, no shame in that. None. Yeah. You're fine. After an hour of like walking around aimlessly, like that's enough wasted time. I've given this my <laughs> best shot. I'm going to look this up. And you're some like, oh my God. Like, what do you do here? Like, some, some of the puzzles, puzzles are like, huh, yeah, oh, looks like he should fail because he's a failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure anyway sorry joe i was uh, as a couple of you know i just found out you can mod grand theft auto 5 mm. and play as on a the cop pc right on the pc play as a cop the incredible hulk put in <laughs> you can put in like real police cars and they have these ridiculous 
uh, calls that you can go on and it's uh, it's such a pain in the ass to do it but i'm like <laughs> so into it because it makes the game so much cooler when it works it, like i got called out to uh i it was they said it was a clown with a with a firearm they dispatched me too <laughs> and i thought i was gonna settle too clown with i thought i was backing up another officer twisted metal i drive up there and there's literally a green clown suit with a clown mask and he's got a rifle and i'm like oh fuck there's no one else here so i get back in the car and he starts shooting at me so i have to like kill this clown yeah <laughs> and you're gonna die clown that's right <laughs> i don't know it's just I, I I don't I don't know why they didn't just sell the game like that. I hate this you know, clown. It was a spinoff. I still haven't even finished that game. I've owned that since 2015. Still I've played through it at least four times in the the story regular story mode. And uh, what if, I love if, about the mods is it's not online because I hate playing online. So you just walk down no, the street dead. Down the street yeah, dead. that's happened to me. I think that happened to me. I jumped on the Grand Theft Auto online once. No and, fun. I waved at a guy and he shot me and I'm just like, okay, I'm done with this. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Have a nice day. If you play as a cop, what's the, what's the point of the game? Like, what do you do? Are you just, well, they have, they have calls. They put, they, they, it's modded so that they're like crimes being committed. Eight people just got run over on this street and four people got run over on the street right next to it. Head out there and clean something. <laughs> no, you can actually like you can call for an ambulance if they're hurt. You can. We that was in that video I sent you. You can. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like real life. Well, not real life. It's like the simulator, but it, rescue simulator. Yeah, instead it's just, of GTA. It's That's just cool. It's cool, and especially when you can put in like you, you, the real like I had a, a '89 Mustang in the game because they get oh, yeah. they, don't, they don't have real cars. They have like spoof cars in the game. Like they kind of yeah. look like the real one, but they're not quite. Mm-hmm. So they don't get sued. Co- They'll call him Pony Iser or something like that. Yeah, must <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the Corvette in in Grand Theft Auto is called a Cockette. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of close. Yeah. But yeah. Just <laughs> far enough so they don't get sued. Yeah. <laughs> so that's and I think I'm going to start trying to mod more games now. So cool. That's cool. Cool points for me there. Skyrim and Fallout Four Classic. Classic oh, mod. Yeah. Oh, those are hmm. those are some of the great ones. Uh, what's Vegas? New it's, Vegas. I've seen Skyrim with that? the uh, Randy Savage head on the uh, dragon. <laughs> that oh is my the god. Although it's great, rest in peace, Mister Savage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most annoying thing in the world. You, if you've ever put that mod in, or if you've ever seen it, seen it. <laughs> you're walking along the forest, have a nice day, picking some berries, and then you hear in the distance. <laughs> And you just hear, oh, yeah, like really <laughs> far away. And he gets really close in. He's like, oh, yeah, snap into a Slim Jim. And you, you have to kill the dragon with oh him. God, and this weird head, but it looks like Macho. Macho Man. Oh, my God. That's I had really to take brilliant. the mod off because I was seen laughing that, too hard. You haven't no. seen that? Oh, my God. I'll have to find that. I have to it's a classic find YouTube find video. That. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We watched oh. two seasons of Mayor of Kingstown, which was good, but kind of a lot. That's the Jeremy Renner show, right? Oh, yeah. Taylor Sheridan, Jeremy Renner, Daily uh, Bob. Yeah, hmm. it's pretty depressing, but it's, it's well done. So if you're into some violent, depressing content, <laughs> feel free to watch it. It's only two seasons. I think it's 10 episodes per season, so it doesn't take that long. 
But uh, it's good. Well done. Just check that out. A lot. Keith, unplug your headphones again. Oh. <laughs> it sounded like you were underwater. Right. Yeah. Are we good again? Yes. Yeah. Oh, there we go. We were good up before, but it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Do what I can I for the podcast. Why it does that? I have no idea. I don't it's know. Not as though I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not pulling away. It's very strange that unplugging the headphones fixes it. I don't know why. I know. It's because it's the corro- corrosion in the actual jack is probably getting a little bit. Sh- Maybe. So unplug it and plug it back in. I'll do it. It's even weirder that we know how to fix it. Did we figure well, that we out? Well, we spent like 20 minutes one episode. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we didn't get a lot of views open. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I probably think, edited okay. that out, I think. Uh, yeah. Thank God that wasn't live. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'd make that a short. <laughs> Keith. Like three viewers dropped off. Yeah. <laughs> All three viewers dropped off. <laughs> And if you're gonna do do that, or if you're gonna do shorts, that'll get some viewership real quick. By the way, oh, okay. yeah, apparently shorts are the way to go these days. Well, it's, I got the competition with TikTok, is, right? Yeah, I got yeah. five thousand views from doing a, a fretless guitar version of "Jump in the Fire." Really? Wow, nice. And that was within a day. I'll have to go find that. And normally, I'll get that. I'll get about five hundred views per short. At the you know on the on the high side, but that one obviously I put metallic in there, jumping the fire. Plug it here, and you might get three more. Yeah, pretty much. Four. I'm just Marshall GTV on YouTube. That's all. If you don't mind, you can cut that out. No, no, please. No, yeah, absolutely. We we like people to promote their shit. So tell tell us more about that because that's we like to. Well, I haven't done a video in a long time because I've been playing freaking Warframe and getting sucked into that because the new new content thing just dropped and you know 2500 hours in that damn game but regardless doesn't matter i my marshall gtv on youtube and that's about it All right, i cool. normally just cool. do guitar stuff on that one there's marshall gtv2 which is oh, that's video you. game stuff oh. and yeah oh, if man. you want to play the play the play the jump in the fire clip it's the i think the most recent one i'm subscriber number 349 for you on this in the second yeah one. i'll go subscribe also Let me do are you on the marshall gtv2 i just subscribe I think... to both oh okay well thank you appreciate that it's easy to do yeah it's free people <laughs> it is <laughs> smash yeah, the subscribe button yeah, well marsh have you it's not like been patreon up to anything else musically besides facts i know well, Honestly, I have not played guitar in about three months because, again, I got back into Warframe in February, and I've just been playing that every freaking night. And then with this thing at work, just sucked down almost all my free time. So, but you know, whatever. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to renew your calluses. <laughs> yeah, which is half the fun. My calluses are pretty much gone at this point. But yeah, whatever. I have my guitars. We're good. I actually am up to eleven gauge strings. Yeah. That's but what I have on my. Uh, I have an old Charvel that's got eleven gauges, but it's the Hetfield signature Ernie Balls. That's why they're eleven gauges. <laughs> uh, I, I think I, I just do the Dario. I got some some strings from Sweetwater. I got a ten pack, so I have to play those. But I used to do tens, tuned down to D. Most of my guitars are tuned down one whole step. Okay, just because I don't know why I just started liking that, and yeah. yep, and that's Metal it. Metal heads. <laughs> well it happens <laughs> we don't do punk anymore <laughs> well when 
what was it when I was in when we were all in high school or when I was in high school? If you couldn't play metal very well, you said that you were hardcore. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the way it was in my school. Oh, like, I, hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever show off my guitar on this? I don't think I did. It's within reaching distance, so. Oh, as well. This well, is the latest good. guitar. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, this is. Uh, I feel like I've seen it. It's a Charvel. Is that the Jim uh, Root? That's not no. The Jim I, that, I almost wanted to get. The, I wanted to get the Jim Root ones. A little pricey. This was a. Uh, this is a Joe Duplantier, the guy from Gojira. His, oh, his signature. So it's got the little Gojira on the back. Here. I think it's Duplantier. 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 Sorry. She's a French beauty. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great. Uh, it's a one thing, like Eric. I, it's, you know. Another big thing is the fact that we normally have like eight bass players and then like you know one <laughs> guitarist. So I wanted to get you another guitar player. Yay! Another, another guitar player. <laughs> We've had guitar players. We had Justin. Yes. That's yep. nice. You know, there, there's my favorite guitar right here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do have a bass right there too, actually. So was it a Fender Jazz bass? That is. Yeah, it's a Mexican jazz. I got upgraded with a with a badass bridge in it. It's when I was playing bass in a band a long time ago. That that was been fifteen years too. Wow, it's crazy. Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah. I was uh, every now and then Tim and I participate in a local Metallica fan club thing called Virginia Fuel, and they do Metallica jams every now and then. And there were so many guitar players, so many guitar players that I was like, "Fuck it, I'll play bass." Just I don't like it's fine (laughs) because no one would play bass. It was like, yeah, you literally have jams sometimes where it was all guitars and no bass. I'm like, this is stupid. So I was like, fine. (laughs) I'll play bass. Well, it's just a It'll be fun to learn justice for all. What are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. True. So I bass. got my, I got the P bass for, yeah, for Steve Harris, right? Nice. And cool. I put the uh, AFC Richmond logo up there. Like he's got West <laughs> oh. Ham. And of course now, if you're keeping up with Ted Lasso, their rival team is West, West Ham. Oh no. There you go. So, so now you're rival with Steve Harris. So now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I really hope he shows up on an episode. I don't think he's going. No, I no, really don't no. think that's going to happen. Be cool. But no. Oh, Jason Sudeikis? No, no. no. Steve, Steve Harris. Harris showing up. Oh, on Steve Harris. Harris showing up on a, a on Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Pretty sure. I that... think we'd have a you'd have a better <laughs> better chance of uh, Sudeikis. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Anytime the word Jason, the name Jason Sudeikis comes up, I have to point out that I was born in the same hospital as him a day later. Huh. He was born September 18th, 1975 in Fairfax Hospital in Virginia. Wait, wait were we all born yeah. in that hospital? I, uh, I was. I was. I was born in Holy Cross up in Silver Spring. So. Wow. Oh, okay. I honestly don't know where the hell I was born. So <laughs> well, I guess we're all taking it on somebody else's word where we were born. That's yeah. true. We I was born in a taxi cab <laughs> on the way to the hospital. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good way to pull back his Tim. I heard. I that. was born on the altar of Satan. I was born on June 6, 1966. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that'd be four sixes, wouldn't it? Six, six, six. That's extra evil. Extra Satan. <laughs> Maybe it was 1906. <laughs> yes. <laughs> June 6, 19. You're a vampire. Yeah. Basically. Oh, what was that? July 7th, 19th, or 1777? Yeah, yeah. July 7th. Yes, exactly. 1977. 1777. 1977. I like to drink. Driving my Datsun. Getting gas in a line that's four miles long. 
Come to the team, little girl, magic carpet ride. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I have no uh, idea what's going on. No, <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, yeah. Well, Marshall, cool. thank you so much for hanging out. Oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, have to have you back on. Yeah, yes. when we talk Definitely. more. Uh, I mean, look, I'm sure you like if other bands besides Merciful Fate and King Diamond. Yeah, so we if there's other bands you're into, then have you ever do- have you done a King's X one yet? Because Dogman is 94. Somebody wanted to do one. I mentioned yeah, we, that. Yes. I think 92. Who was it that wanted to do one? It was I probably it was Greg me. Gonzalez, I think. I think, I think it was. Greg yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was Greg, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it was yeah. stupid. Dogman killer album. Yeah, and we were like, no. <laughs> yeah, none of us are fans. And there's, there's also I, 24-7 I, 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 Spies, Bumblefoot. I mean, the, you know, the list goes on. See, I, I'm I'm all about listening to stuff I'd not heard before. Like, yeah, that's that's what one of the coolest things about this podcast for me actually is just hearing stuff that I wasn't into back in the day, especially when I like it. <laughs> yeah, like, well, that un- helps. Well, I don't want to spoil anything for the next episode, but uh... yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But I strongly suggest if you have Prime Video, check out Todd and the Book of Pure Evil because they're just they're, yeah. just the first episode's funny as hell. I will I definitely do that. I'll have to watch that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, for uh, for Marshall and for Keith and for Tim and for Joe, this is Eric saying... Thank you and good fucking night! Energy. Energy. Aggression. Power. To sum it up, it's a vulgar display of power. Sometimes I think you drink just a little too much blood. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a bloodaholic anonymous. Good enough. Cutting it up big time. They are miserable slaves of Satan. Look out! Some country called him this. <laughs> <laughs>